Today on the show, we review Annabelle Creation. And then we dive into a juicy spoilers discussion. Where Annabelle came from, where she went to, and where she came back from. This is Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep, Episode 5, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. I'm Cameron, and as always with me is... Mason. And Matt. And today, we're going to be reviewing a really interesting movie, Annabelle Creation. Fresh from the movie theater. Literally fresh out the movie theater. It came out this weekend, we went and saw it. Still smelling of popcorn. Yeah, so first... We're going to give you guys a spoiler-free review of the movie. Not going to ruin anything for you. Just going to talk about it, review it, 1 to 10. And then later on we'll get into the juicy discussion about this movie because there is a lot to talk about. And you'll be warned. So don't worry. We won't ruin the movie for you if you don't want to hear anything about it. We're just going to give you a quick uh, overview of it and what we think of it and some highlights. And you guys know that I would be doing this channel a disservice if I did not fulfill my role. Okay, I did not watch this fucking movie. I didn't see it. Okay, I was water skiing. I have a life. People. Yeah, you were busy. I was busy. You were busy. We called you. The resident sleeper Mason comes in again. The perspective of the layman. All right, I am here to fulfill that role. I am sitting in. You guys did you say lame man? Layman. Oh, okay. So there right. we go. Yeah. We, look, don't like insult I said, me. Layman. I didn't okay. watch the movie, but I'm excited to hear both of your takes on it. And then, you know, this is a pretty cool thing because I am going to decide whether or not I want to jump in and watch it. I'm sure I will because I love, I love me some horror flicks. But I'm just curious, just if, you're, if your review like, wraps around me and I feel all nice and cozy, I'll go watch it. But if not, I'm going to skip it. We're never going to make you feel cozy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> not, with, not with me being a lame man. And a lame man. Sorry. Yeah. So I'll definitely talk about my experience. I was walking into the theater. I had a lot of things going around in my head. I had really liked everything in the Conjuring universe so far. You know, I saw, I remember the original Annabelle in the back of my mind walking into the theater. Um, you know, it was a pretty good movie, uh, all things considered, right? But then Annabelle Creation, in my mind, was definitely the much stronger of the two Annabelle films. I thought it was on par. See, I love the yeah. character in The Conjuring when it was first introduced in Eerie Freaking Doll. I mean, the doll's eyes, you don't have to add another adjective to that. And then they came back with Annabelle. A lot of people were not fans of this movie. I personally liked it. And I thought this might even, as good if not, maybe you're right, just a little bit better. I really... It was insane to me, right? Because it's already, the, the doll is the creepiest fucking doll you've ever seen. Forget Chucky. Forget all those creepy oh, yeah. pasta dolls you've heard about. This is the scariest doll yeah. On a feature screen. I don't know what they do with the eyes. They look like human eyeballs. I don't know. It just really freaks you out. And unlike every other movie, you don't wait for the shark to appear like in Jaws. Yeah, yeah, not in this freaking movie. They give you the freaking doll right out of the yeah. gate. Mm -hmm. They scare you. There's no waiting. There's no. nothing. I mean, there's, there's a jaunt right in the beginning of the movie. Of course, somebody has to die, which makes it a good horror movie. Yeah. Absolutely. And then... It goes right into the freaky stuff start. Plus, even more so than the first movie, this movie, I felt like it got 
right. Like, if you were uh, freaked out by the doll Annabelle, they did not spare any time freaking you the fuck out. No, because I'll tell you what, I, gore doesn't get to me. Paranormal gets to me. Paranormal does. I think so, too, because we've seen uh, the Hills Have Eyes and stuff like that of that sort, you know what I mean? Yeah, And gore's, it's just senseless gore. Gore doesn't do it. Absolutely. You know, that's one of the most pivotal parts of a horror movie, too, because pacing is the biggest problem oh, horror movies yeah. face. Because take, take, for instance, the Paranormal Activity movies. Oh, yeah. Okay? You have 45 minutes of nothing. Nothing. And, and in the last 30, all hell breaks loose. But they clear that up as that series goes along. But this series doesn't wait. Exactly. They it cuts wait. to the chase. I mean, first of all, take away all the paranormal, opening up a film in a doll maker's shop is yeah. fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. It is. Because you think about it, like, doll making is hard to do. You have to, like, put it in the oven... You have to bake, like, the parts, because those were all China dolls. Annabelle's a China doll. And then you have to hang it. So the film opens up. This is no spoiler. It's in, like, the first two seconds. It opens up with dangling doll limbs yeah, drying out. Yeah, drying in, in his workshop. That's and, awesome. And, you know, yeah. I was already creeped out. I Like, it's so weird to me. Like, yeah. they took such a small thing, and I think that's the whole crux of, like, Annabelle. This is how these movies were made. They teased it. A little bit in the Conjuring movie, and that hooked people so badly. They're like, "We need a we movie need of this movies. doll." Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the doll. Everyone was afraid of it. That in Conjuring, they talked about the movie, but they talked about the doll Annabelle, if not as much as the movie, even more. Because yeah. I mean, they turned around and made the movie, and less than a year after that came out, right away, it was yeah. out. And Annabelle creation, I think what it does a really good job of. If you want to see the power of like female acting in force. This is the movie that everyone should be talking about. Yeah. It had a majority female cast. I think there were two men with lines in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, three if you count the cop at the end. Yeah, three if you three. count the cop at and the end. And then the priest, of course. There's a, always a priest in the yeah. Conjuring movies. Yeah, absolutely. And then you have the creepy doll maker guy in it. Yeah. And but, to be honest with you, he didn't even talk that much. Yeah. And his acting... He didn't need to be there that much. Anybody yeah. could have done that role. The ladies of this movie. Nothing against uh, you know Anthony Lapaglia, you know, because that's the guy who plays uh, you know the doll maker in the movie. Nothing against him. He was good, yeah. but to be honest with you, the, the two there were two little girls yes. in this movie. One is Tabitha Bateman, and the other is Lulu Wilson, who got no nothing because if we you look into this like you want to see the movie, they don't talk about her. These these two actors. Holy moly, yeah. they make horror come yeah. to life. Two little girls. And you want to talk about, like, I thought Wonder Woman was a power, a powerhouse of, like, women acting. Yeah. This was, like, another level because they sold the movie. Oh, sure. It was always about you, uh, you know, afraid of the door creak. Oh, uh, yeah. And they did bunk bed scenes, which I grew up in bunk beds. Freaked me out because, mm-hmm. you know, you're in a top one. You're not sure if somebody, you fell asleep, you wake up. You're not sure if somebody got into the top bunk, so you're freaked out. And then they did all that. They did all the yeah. light switch stuff, and it all worked. I mean, that part of the pacing, how it was directed. I mean, I haven't seen this movie, but just based on what you guys are saying yeah. right now. Just a little tease. Basically, the basic premises: uh, these orphans are being allowed to stay at this house of a doll maker mm-hmm. whose daughter passed away tragically. And her name is? Annabelle. There you go. So uh, that is that is the okay. base premise. That makes sense. And it, what it does that the first movie I think failed to do is that it had the first movie had two strong protagonists who yes. were who were down to get to the bottom of this. Not scared orphans. Not scared little girls. Yeah. Yeah. 
they put you in the seat of these two little girls scared out of their minds. Yeah, because the people in The Conjuring, who were they again? What were their names? The two investigators. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yes. See, they weren't scared of anything. Yeah, and then even in Annabelle, the doctor and his wife, they were down to clown against these demons. Yeah, she, yeah they weren't really that afraid. But this one, you felt the fear through the two little girls in each and every scene. Just that like childhood innocence of like, just you don't see what's in the dark corner of your room. Yeah. That, that, that can play so much on the mind. Whereas an adult will just get up and be like, all right, bitch, karate chop the and shadow. I feel like Annabelle was able to really set a foundation for this film, kind of like a blueprint. And you're really able to build upon what Annabelle already set out to do because we all agree it was a good film. Not Definitely not the best one in the Conjuring universe. No. Fun fact, Annabelle was actually nominated for the worst film by uh, Fangoria uh, Chainsaw, Chainsaw had some, Awards. It had Fangoria. Oh, Fangoria. They're just a bunch of gore hounds. Exactly. Okay. If you're but looking then, for gore, this is not the movie for you. But then by Empire Awards, Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films, all nominated for the best horror movie. Yeah. So, I mean... It, Fangoria, those were the guys that loved that Serbian movie with chicks being chainsawed in half. Can can I just, uh, I'll level this out for everybody in two simple sentences. Cost, 6.5. Made, 256.9. So they'll keep making them forever. (laughs) I mean, do I need to say two other sentences another way for anybody else to hear? And if they complained about Annabelle, I'd like to see Fangoria come up with a better concept. Lay out $6 million and come back with $250 million. Now, what I do think... This movie is more like a horror director's dream than a rich narrative tale. Like, you know No, 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 not not hard on story. Yeah. I would agree with that. And we both thought that when we were like talking about the movie. You're not getting a heavy story. It's not a big narrative like the first movie where they're moving cross town. Yeah, but why this. would you why would no, anyone no, no. expect that? You know? No, yeah. and you're not gonna get that. This is simply This is two girls frightened. Yeah, this this house of orphans dealing out. with a hell of oh, yeah. things, and it's literally uh, the way I thought about the movie in my head is it's literally different horrifying scenes connected S- together connected. with smooth transition cuts. Yes, that's literally what it was. There were these different gut wrenching scenes of the director. He's a twisted bastard. Put it, these little yeah. girls in these terrible situations. In the dark, and they were praying for the for the sun to come up. And it, it was literally like that. Yeah. It, it went from scary situation to scary situation. And then they dozed off, and they woke up, and the lights were on, and they were, like, all happy. And whereas the first Annabelle was more of a slow rise to an eventual climax, this movie, I felt, was a jumpy and sporadic, where it was just boom, 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 and then until, until it Waves in an ocean. Exactly. And, and they crash on shore. And then out of nowhere, then, a tidal wave And then comes. you're going to get a rogue wave again. And exactly. I, I, I really like this movie. I really, really But did. if you are going for a really big narrative where, no, like, no, no, there's no. a detective trying to get to the bottom of it, this is not what you're going to no. get. You, you're going to the movies on an afternoon to a matinee, and you just want to forget the freaking world. And get th- scared. And get a look, get scared. Because there were some... Uh, cotton candy, folks. Cotton candy. There were some little girl shrieks I had during this movie. Oh, sure. I got some jumps. James, fifty-year-old man. I'm not gonna ashamed to say that. Yeah. It made me jump a few times. James James Wan is such such a good job of disguising jump scares, disguising like he does it so well, towing the line between showing the monster too much and not at all. Mm-hmm. See, in paranormal, I don't think you can show it enough. I, I just I, that's I don't what I'm saying. Wait. I don't want to wait. But he doesn't you know, step over the associates line. Associates the Conjuring and Annabelle with James Wan. But this was actually directed by a guy named uh, David Sandberg. Oh, yes. masterful. He's, he's directed a plethora of shorts, 
This is one of his longer films, and then he's also been announced directing the new Shazam movie. Oh, get out of here. Oh, snap. Yeah, he's directing Shazam. Hopefully it won't be as scary as Annabelle Creation. <laughs> yeah, but he directed Lights Out. I was just going to say, one yeah. of my other all-time favorite horror movies. Yeah, Lights Out. He came oh, up my with, God. He came up with the short years ago, and then they revisited it and made the whole movie. And if you've never seen Lights Out, go on YouTube. Look up Put the original short. And it's a short he did in college. And, he, and the rumor is, of course, that he used that short to get Lights Out made. And I'm telling you what, that's a freaking great movie, It's a too. great short. Dude. That's a great movie. But great what short. he does in Annabelle Creation that I think he I doesn't no do idea. in his other movies is that he they do such a great job of creating unique scenarios while still touching on the like familiar tropes we're all familiar with, right? Yeah. Like a little kid looking down a dark hallway, that's a familiar trope. But they do it in such interactive ways that... You literally feel like you're there with her in the room as she, like they're going it's, through these scary it's easy situations. It's to feel that way because we've all experienced those throughout our life. As a little, as a kid. little kid. Hey, even as an adult, man, you, sometimes you hear a noise, you're sitting on the couch, you think you're the only one home. Did I lock the front door? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did I close the garage? And you go and investigate. You're walking out of the bathroom at night and you feel and I'll that be, thing on your back of your neck. That's right. And I'll be the first one to admit I'm flipping every freaking light yeah. on. Exactly. You know, because it's just that way. You don't and, know what's in the dark. And you know what? They exploited those things extremely, yeah. extremely well. I feel like the, the the Annabelle creation basically boils down to they wanted to show some crazy visuals. I th- and plus, I think this shows us what the, the Conjuring, you know, kind of universe is moving towards. Where it's just these crazy visuals, crazy high tension. You know, within I the like the tension. I like the tension much more. I like this better than some of the other contracts. Cheaping movies. out with jump scares, it's one of the most it's one of the things that's really plaguing horror films today. Because all you need is a DSLR camera, a decent sound mixer, and then you could just throw shit at the camera and and then expect people to get scared. You have to create an ambiance. I don't You think have to you have to hook your viewer in. Yeah. Kind of like stand up comedy, how the how the comedian gets inside the heads of the audience. A horror movie has to do the exact same thing. I, mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't know. I can't remember too many scenes where something was thrown at the camera. There might have been yeah, one that's or what two I'm cheap ones I'm recalling they, in my head. But, this but beyond movie did that, such they were set up. They and were here's the thing. The, even though you knew it was coming, like this oh, movie yeah. was so subtle in the yeah. way it brought you. I, like, I uh, felt, like literally exactly. during some of the scenes, I felt like getting sucked in. Oh, sure. And we'll talk, you knew what was coming. I'll, t- I'll yeah, talk about a couple of scenes in the spoilers discussion yeah. that where I was just like, That's it! like where your whole body seizes up. It's like <laughs> yeah. being, I call it the bear feeling. Like you're in the woods hunting and you just see a brown bear 10 feet from you and it just all set. Like, you know what I mean? See, I won't even go that far. I've never been in the woods with a brown bear. But I will say, watching Halloween as a kid, yeah. okay? And I know I'm throwing myself back, not the one that was just remade by Rob Zombie. I'm talking about Halloween with uh, John Carpenter, and sometimes you can see stuff out of the corner of your eye. And I swear that movie still does that to me this day. Maybe that's why the paranormal stuff does do that. And that's why I think to myself constantly, those are the movies that actually get to me. And you know what? I knew what was coming in this movie. Nine times out of ten, I knew it was coming. And it still got me. Or, or, and even if it didn't get me, it kept me extremely entertained. Absolutely. That's, an, that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And what it does really well is that it, like, it doesn't have to kill a ton of people no. to make it scary. And it didn't have to give you a lot of gore. No. Like, that's what I was shocked. They didn't utilize their R rating to, like, uh, to, like, Was being, it rated R? Yeah. Pretty I'm sure. shocked. Was it rated R? We can check I that. Because I mean, I, mean, I legit would not be surprised if this bad boy was PG-13. I mean, 
No, it got an R. I'm shocked. It got an it, R. It got an R. There were a couple of R scenes, but... I've seen worse oh, gore yeah. in movies that were PG-13. Absolutely. And that saves money in the budget. Like but that's what I'm saying. It, it didn't feel like I... It, no. It didn't feel like something was missing. I can't remember an F word once in a movie. No. But what I can say I is that... Really? Yeah. Didn't need it. Yeah, didn't it was need little it. kids. I mean, they exploited that fact. If they didn't have the acting that these little girls had, this movie would have been Lulu bad. Wilson. It would have been bad. I'm like, telling you. They sold it so well that, like... And it's exactly that aspect. If you look at a lot of the camera shots, they're from children's eye level. Absolutely. Oh, and that's, that's so what I think... Oh, yes. That's oh, yes. what I think a lot of people didn't notice. Looking up. When, like... You were, you were, uh, you were what, 10? Yeah. They were 10 years old, maybe? Yeah. And, and I'm telling you... Lulu Wilson and this girl Tabitha Bateman, they were they they were friends, and you you just you were standing next to them. Yeah. And when one of them wasn't seen, you filled in as the friend. And a lot of the yeah. shots were looking up at adults. Yes. And I literally ma- it and made you, know you what? feel now, like a kid. How do you talk about that? A lot of the scenes were Think like about that. it. Like in a lot of scenes where the or when she was peering over a side rail. Yeah. The, the camera shots were hurt. Were you peering over a side rail? So it really put it in first person for you. And when, like, the the nun is talking to the children, you're looking up at up the, the nun. Up at the nun, 100%. And you're looking down the hallway at doorknob level. And that's what put me in the mindset well, of where I was like... when you were trying the doorknob, it was, it was... You were trying it as a 10-year-old child. Because yeah. you weren't grabbing mm-hmm. it as an adult. You know, I, I'm, what, 5859, and you weren't... I wasn't grabbing the doorknob. The doorknob... The camera was at the level of the doorknob. That's fascinating. That's a really amazing filmography. Oh, he did a great job. How funny would it be if you guys were like talking all this shit about the movie, like building it up and then you're like, I give it a three. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. It was um, good. I give it a like, l- six. Like, if we're going to talk about the problems that the movie had, it did have a couple for me. Obviously, you, you, it was very skimmed in story. There was not a huge back. Like, there was an origin story for sure for Annabelle, but it was not. They were relying on you knowing the first Annabelle movie. Exactly. If you had known Annabelle from The Conjuring, and you're t- only talking, you're, I mean, it's 2017, The Conjuring is 2013, it's three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. They're relying on you to know that movie. They're relying on you to know Annabelle from 2014. And they even referenced that in this movie because they were relying on you to have some type of history. Exactly. Because they spent the money and the time on the scares. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying in this movie. I felt like they had a lot of great cinematic ideas. And they then paired it with a script. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, that's what it felt like in this movie. And I don't think it detracted too much from it. No, it was a light script. Yeah. It was a light script. And but I think I the director you... used those liberties to yeah. make it. And that's why I think it's a summer cotton candy horror type movie. Absolutely. You're not going to watch this for its uh, d- like dialogue depth. You're no. watching this to be scared out it's of your mind. It's not a glorious bastards, folks. Yeah. It's not. Don't think that it's going to be like... It's not and, a Quentin Tarantino and, monologue. It, yeah, it's not going to be super violent like a sinister. No, 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 like, no, no, no. And I'm telling you, the gore's at a minimum. I, I can't remember an F word. But when they used the gore, it was used in places where it got you. Oh, yeah, it got you. And, and you knew you knew what was coming. And you, and, you still, and you still got it, and it was still good. And another thing that I think a lot of people didn't realize, there's so much, what I love what the Conjuring universe does, is there's so much religious symbolism and imagery and demonic... Yeah, re- absolutely. It's didn't possession. beat you over the head the, with it. The, no, but it's it's like scary because you walk in and immediately the doors of the house have upside down crosses in the front of them. Something They're, about an upside down cross is just so unsettling. Well, they were, exactly. I really didn't think they were upside down. Well, they are. Like if you look like in the middle, like, it's the first thing I noticed and then you go through... 
it's a super religious couple, right? Yes, so sir. they have red walls with crosses. The red cross is usually a signal of demonic I see, I presence. Think, I didn't think they beat, beat you up with it. No, I, mean, I don't think it's beating up I mean, at all. I think to that's be honest a good with thing. You had a nun in it and, and a priest, and they were a religious couple, but they, they didn't hammer it like they were No, but I, I, you know, I saying think a prayer that that, for every every time for something that happened. I think that the sim- and it was just scary. I think that the symbology like added to the movie. Okay. The symbolism adds to the movie, I you know what I mean? Notice it. Maybe I was oh, just if you I watch was it again. solely sucked in. Well, that's what I think the director does I so think beautifully. The fact that it's subtle is nice. It adds some depth. It didn't do it for me. That didn't. I wouldn't even. I, I didn't even recognize it. But now you have to watch the movie again. I will watch it again. Oh, it's a, it's a Halloween classic. Really? I Every really Halloween? Yeah. I, I can't say that see, about the first one. So I, see, I, you know what? I'm overselling it. I loved it. I this it may great. be where we differ. I don't think it's a Halloween classic. I do. I think there are better movies in the Conjuring universe for sure. I would put The Conjuring 1 and The Conjuring 2. I'd put The Conjuring 2 on par with it, but Conjuring 1 is definitely better Conjuring in my opinion. Conjuring 2 is a great movie. That's <laughs> yeah. a great movie. All right, uh, we, we are going to differ on that. You don't think Conjuring 2 is no a good way. movie? No I would wow. go Conjuring 1, and then I would say this movie. I really like well, it. Well, you, you might say that, but then you have to you have to agree. The Conjuring 2 is a great movie. I would, the I Conjuring would, I would 1 go to, I would go to Annabelle. groundbreaking. And but here's what I'll tell you about this movie. I didn't care for it. I do think we have to put. We will go into that. that. There are some spooky minds that I think they could have tapped into a little bit more in this movie. I would have loved a bit more of the toy maker aspect because it was more based around the toys. You you know what I'm saying, though. When I saw the hanging limbs in the beginning, I thought it was going to be more of a spooky. For me, I love the fact that he got right into the paranormal. He didn't waste the time on the limbs. We want right for we want right for for uh, 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 an image getting up off a chair with a sheet, and we want right for it. And you know what? I love that. I'm sorry. I agree with you on it was weak on the story, but I was willing to give up the weakness on the story for for guess what? It didn't hide the shark until the last ten minutes of the movie. It gave me it right out of the box. Uh, within the fifteen minutes of that movie starting, I already had some jump scares. And I was in. I was in for it. No, I agree with you that I'd be willing to trade off some of the depth Absolutely. with the with the screenplay and plot for immersion. Yeah, but I don't think it beats out a movie like Sinister with the long form payoff for the Two audience. Two different movies. Exactly. I think you watch this to be like to relive your childhood terrors. Well, I don't this even... one scared you. That movie. You know, yeah, <laughs> I don't even I don't even agree agree with you that Sinister had a long form payoff. That movie started paying me back right away. All right. Well, no, but no, I'm no. saying there was a long story story arc. Okay, yeah. That had a payoff, uh, like an ending that paid off its audience, where you felt, oh shit, that was the I, big I, twist. I, 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 yes, I didn't they, see what you're saying. They rolled the this movie right around to, to the beginning. This movie had a yeah, beginning, but Annabelle Creation is exactly what you think it's and going. It had an end. Annabelle Creation is exactly what you think it's going to be. Yes, it is. And just because they don't, they don't throw bring you... it full circle doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Yeah. That just means they're going to make and plus, another one. Heck yeah. An yeah. important thing about this is that it is an origin story. Like like we were saying oh, yeah. before. Prequel. Yeah. So don't expect like too many twists or turns. No. You know where it's going. Oh, but absolutely. It definitely gave me the vibe. Like leaning back on it now, like you know if you have a lot of like dolls or action figures when you're a kid and you turn at night and you see the face of your doll or action figure. And it creeps you out a little bit. No, I lock that shit up. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have anything. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. When I was a kid, that stuff was a way. It used to terrify me as a little yeah, kid. You would just turn and see a stuffed animal two inches from your face. You'd be like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> I never oh, had that. That th- This movie plays on that. Though. It did. Like, the little things were like, a little, a little kid looking through a keyhole. Yep. Being like, oh, fuck. 
It like, you know, no, no, it did. It definitely gave you all that and more. So, what would you rate this movie? Overall? I would say definitely a, a solid eight for me. Go That's see high. it in That's theaters. High. Go see it in theaters. You'll like it a lot. Um, don't go for the story. Go for the thrills. And I also gave it an eight. And, and in my opinion, when you rate a movie as an A, it's an instant classic. That's a, that's really a good, good movie. freaking it's a, movie. It's a, and for you not to say it's a classic for Halloween, I take an, an eight, seen once a year on Halloween, every year. Yeah, and I call, I call that movie Halloween. And, that, <laughs> and now, I'm going to call it Annabelle Creation. I mean, I added in there with Halloween... Jeepers Creepers 2, Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers, Creepers 1, and, and I think now that... Annabelle Creation. Because you know what? I didn't have to... I, I, sometimes I don't want to think when I go to the movies. I just want to be entertained. That's what I was going to say. I, I just think want to be. you might have a point with the rewatchability. Oh. Like, are there are other movies that chip away at your psyche. Sure. And this movie just, like, it gives you what you want. It gives you the thrills. Yeah. It gives you the oh, heart-pumping action. Well, that's with such a relief. With yeah, none of the relief. hassle that a lot of other horror yeah. movies give Let's you. Let's think of movies like Shutter Island. Great movie. But by, by the time you Dude, leave the theater, you are fucking exhausted. You, and, and, yeah, and, and you and feel like you had a psychic breakdown. Exactly. <laughs> I, and as, as good as Leonardo is in that movie, I'm not watching it again. Because exactly. it it, it's movies like that, like Hostel. Hostel's frightening, but it also chips away your mindset. You the feel whole like movie. you... You got abducted. Exactly. And to be honest with you, I'm not a gore person. I think gore used appropriately is great, but this movie, again, and here's the thing, I took, I took it, I took my ten year old son to it, and a lot of people go, "Geez, you took a ten year old to an R rated movie." This is the one you want to take your ten year old. This is the one you want to take your ten year old kid to, because in my opinion, they know that it's fake. They know that it's going to be a jump scare. They know that it's not real. And when you're walking out of the theater, they're going to forget about it and go on about their day. It's an it's it's an just to highlight there for an hour and a half. It's entertaining. entertaining. Just to highlight a couple of performances. I really loved Stephanie Sigmund as Sister Charlotte. She played the nun in the movie. She did a tremendous yeah. job. She played the straight. All person. the acting in this movie was personally what made it scary for me. Absolutely. If you take away the acting, yeah. like I like you know you watch some horror movies and you're watching and the gore is what scares you. It's not necessarily what the acting they're doing. Absolutely. You know. Yep. Yes. Yes. Like some horror movies have Sharknado level acting. This was way tremendously better than that. These they actors had better actors for the roles they were playing. Exactly. And I, I, did. And I think the too. casting was good. Yeah. Um, like you said before, Anthony LaPaglia. Looked, he looked like a fucking creepy toy maker. No, and yes, and, and and if you don't know Anthony Paglia, he's done a ton of movies. He's done a lot of mafia movies. He's a great actor, folks. He's done a lot of stuff that a lot of people and a lot of you have seen. He hasn't done a movie in ten years that I've seen. And you know what? He was solid. He was and solid. you can't talk enough about Lulu Wilson, who's already a demented little girl. She did Ouija Origins. Yeah, and I was gonna say, guys, she was in Ouija. She was the she little was, sister. She was in Annabelle or uh, Annabelle Creation and yes. Deliver Us from Evil. evil. So this little girl movies. is demented, yes. and she's on board. And here's the scary oh, part: she's great. She's not. She's not really mentioned, and and she is in a co-starring role with the other girl, um, Tabitha yeah. Bateman. And between the two of them, they carry this movie. And she has done it before because that's a spotlight. If you have not, you want to see another great story movie that's out on DVD or you can stream it right now, Ouija Board Origin of Evil, watch it. It is the only good Ouija Board movie out there. Ever made. The only good one. Only good one. 
There but, are tens of Ouija board movies, and they all suck, except for but, this movie. Uh, uh, definitely to re- like Lulu Wilson for me in this movie like it was crazy how good she did for yes. me you know what I mean I had no idea she was in those two other films oh yeah she did such what a, good a job. knockout actress wow. I recognized her right away from the, the origin of evil and I love that freaking it's movie so good. and again that's another Halloween classic she carries the acting in that yeah, one that's why it's good and this is definitely the horror movie to take your girlfriend to Absolutely. if you know your girlfriend yes. gets super freaked out by horror movies this is the one you probably want to take. It's an to. easy date. It's movie. a bit more tame. Yeah, no, not like again, gore wise. Gore not wise. Gore. Not scary wise. It's no, definitely no. still when a you scary. You walk out of the movie, you're not going to be frightened, but you will have a conversation about it. It will entertain you, and it's a great date night movie. Yeah. So, in my opinion, go see it. It's an eight. Yeah. Plus, you can make out during some of the daylight scenes. <laughs> <laughs> but just when you think there's nothing going to happen, beware. Oh, yeah. yes. And Dude, we, and we I will, will talk about that. In the spoilers section of this in episode. you have been warned segment that will be coming up later. Yes. So go see the movie. We're recommending it. It's out this weekend. Eight it's out, out of ten. right now. It came out on Thursday. And believe it or not, this movie only costs, what, I think $9.5 I want to say. That is and, one hell of a budget, man. So does this have the Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep stamp of approval? Yes, oh, it does. Oh, go see it. Go see it. This oh, gets the stamp of approval. And I apologize. $15 million budget, and it's already over $32 million. Wow, just came out. Just came out Thursday. There so, we folks, go. it's going to be off the hook. I don't know what I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes is giving it, but we're giving it an eight from both of us. Uh, Mason, are you sold? Oh, I'm gonna go see. Okay, it. there you go. I, my mind's been made up. So, everybody, go check out this movie. Go see it while it's in theaters. Support this type of horror. Yes, movie. because I did want to. Say, that's exactly what's coming out of my mouth next. If we don't go see the horror movies we enjoy, they will not make them anymore. We're going to have to deal with more hack and slash bullshit that the genre has been flooded with. I'm just so glad you said that because as a horror fan, if you do not get out of your house and go see this film, films like this just won't exist. And you can see it. You can see it with the, the Conjuring series movies that they're making. They're cranking these out because people are seeing them. So I'm telling you right now, guys, go see this movie. Go see it now. Yeah, and now let's move into the you have been warned. This is the spoiler this is it, guys. section. You've been warned. So if if you're done hearing about it and you just wanted a review on Even it. Even better, go go leave right now. Yeah. Pause this. Pause it. Go see the movie, then come, come back, back and chill with us. Okay. Because we're going to get into it. We're going to break it down scene by scene for you because it's freaky. All right. Three, two, one. You can't talk shit anymore because we're going into the spoilers. That's it. Right out of the movie, out of the gate. 15 minutes in. Annabelle gets crushed by a truck. Yes. Leaning over. Her dad's right. changing a tire. What? And, and, the, and he pops a lug nut off the, off the back tire. And she's a good little girl playing with her adult. She's a lug nut. Roll into the street. Daddy, I'll get it for you. Here's That's my it. thing, all right? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Out of all the ways oh. to have a daughter die in a horror movie, I did not you. think it was going to be that one. Because it shows, oh. like, oh, they have a nice, innocent family. It's the same, like, horror movie opening. Everything's fine. We're doing great. Like, he's, oh, yeah. he's making these beautiful dolls. And he got a contract for them, and they're selling them, like, hotcakes. And, and Annabelle. Everything's good. They're coming out of church. They're on their way home. Annabelle didn't look demented. Like, no. The opening Cute scene, little girl. The opening scene is the doll maker making Annabelle, right? He's, yeah. like, glistening the eyes. Yes. putting in the face in his yep. room at night and he puts it away and I'm like damn Annabelle looks like a nice doll yeah, that's crazy freaky. you would think that that a, a girl 
who like demonically possesses a doll would be killed in a very very a tragic way. way. I thought the toy maker was gonna be like some weird yeah, some type weird of and, and you thought say, some satanic crap was involved. Yeah. No 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 no. Very simple, very straightforward. Boom. Boom. She gets cracked by a truck. Right Man. out of the gate. Off camera, too. You don't see no, it. No, no, no. And that's the reason I was surprised. It? We didn't get a... We, I thought PG-13. Yeah. I had to look to see it was an R. It I could cut away. It. She gets, like, just room run over. Run over, right? man. Run over. And then it cuts to a gravesite. We don't even see a funeral. We don't wow. see any of that. There's nothing. Uh, then they, like, the couple you can tell has been through some shit. Yeah. Heavy ever crap. since their daughter died. Then they're religious people, though, so they want to help out the community. So they offered to take in these orphans, right? It's a huge house. He's two, very successful. The two main orphans, as we talked about in the spoiler-free oh, so review. Oh, you me yeah. that the parents of Annabelle... Of Annabelle, the girl... Took in orphans. Yes. Took in orphans. Because it pots up right after her funeral. You see a gravestone. Oh, shit. Pots up 12 years later. And, wow. as, and as we said before, this toy maker... Was flourishing. They have a big ass house. So maybe Annabelle is pissed that the little girls. Are trying oh no, to no, they, they allude to that later on. No, yeah, what happens. It's not Annabelle's jealousy. We'll get to that later yeah. on. We gotta tell you about that. No, but they invite these orphans to come stay, and yeah. the two main orphans, as we talked about in the spoiler-free section, are Lulu Wilson and Talitha Bateman. Yep, playing Janice and Linda. The most genius thing, if you're making a 1920s movie, give one of the orphans polio. Yes. I was no, like, no, they did. I was like, this they is did. She's dragging around a leg the entire yeah. time. She, oh, all right, so... And we were freaked. It opens like, up. These really? orphans... Really? Yeah, these orphans are on a bus riding to the place. They're like... Let's make a deal. If we get adopted, we get adopted together. They both get off the bus. Best friends forever. Next thing you know, she's hopping off with this gimp leg. And she's dragging And a crutch. And a crutch. And And a brace. Immediate sympathy Uh, from the audience. Not only that, she can't run. She can't run. She can't run. That's the first thing that goes through my mind. Mine too. I'm like, oh, oh, is she going to go first? You know? Because I was like freaking out going, oh, this is not going to be As soon as I saw the brace and the crutch, I'm like, this is going to be scary. Oh, yeah. Because you know they were going to frighten her. Because she's a trapped she's trapped she's trapped in her body she can't go anywhere but how genius is that to make one of the kids have polio because the movie's in like set in like the 1910s or 20s uh i think it's 20 because annabelle was like the 30s remember yes yes or the 50s let's just say it's 1930 1932 to 35 yeah because when they were they they came back the girls they're pajamas and what they were wearing were poodle skirts so i want to say 50s you're right maybe so, 50s so i would say it was 38 because she is cured she is cured of polio yes she's coming back getting stronger every day every day according either to way her. the chick had polio yeah so let's move but, on yeah so these two twins get out like not not twins. not twins two girls look two very orphans, similar two blondes and you can already tell shit's crazy at this house the, the the happy couple that was with their daughter before the toy maker and his wife are now really distant and weird. The wife stays in bed all day, and they talk about this rumored accident. Yeah, where she was injured. She never leaves her bed now. And she just has this creepy-ass little ding-dong bell. She rings it constantly, and he comes a-running. He comes and helps her. Literally yeah. at her beck and call. Yes. And it is some crazy shit, because like, it gives you these creepy vibes, because he's Cause like... Because you hear the bell ringing. Yeah. And then the, all the girls, stay, they must have stopped five times in that movie going, is he going to answer that? And you're thinking to yourself, what the heck is going on? What the fuck? What happened to this Yeah, where's the dude at? And then, yeah, or what happened to her? Yeah. Because so like, it's a lot like the uh, the Conjuring movies with the clap, but instead of a clap, it's instead a bell. you know exactly who's ringing Ring, it, yes. but you just oh, don't know what happened to the wife. Yeah. The whole time you're like, "What the fuck 
happened to the wife? Yeah. And then and then they walk. What's happened? Like they, I was sitting there, I look over it, I look over it, uh, Dad, and I was like, what? What what's going on? What the fuck? What happened why to her? Why is she bedridden? Yeah, why is she bedridden? Why is the toy maker look? He looked like he aged so, twenty years oh, yeah. in that twelve years. It, it was a hard hard time. Really. For so then, uh, one of the first scenes is they all run in. They're excited. They came from an orphanage. It's crap. I was gonna so, say no. They come from an orphanage and they had no room there. These kids aren't, weren't adopted. So the the thing they're thinking is, wow, we get to play in a farm in the countryside, it's like Disneyland, and, and it's a huge house. It's the biggest house they've ever seen in their lives. They're going from room to room to room, and they're exploring and everything. And then they get to the stairs, and everybody's about to go running upstairs, and they're like, oh, poor Linda can't run up the stairs. How's she gonna go? So the guy hits a button. Bang. Everyone's grandma has this in their home if Remember they have that double chair stairs. that came oh down the God. staircase. Yes. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is not good again. Because <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, yeah. now first you can't run. Yeah. And once you're trapped in this freaking seat halfway up the stairs, you're screwed. A roller coaster of doom. Yes. Literally. No kidding. Yeah. It's scary trapped as fuck. Trapped in a fun. chair, literally moving one tenth of a yeah, mile per, per hour. hour. <laughs> exactly. And it's making this horrible creaking sound on its own with nothing to scare you but the chair already. And, it, and so it comes down and she gets in it and she's all happy and she's riding it up and everybody goes running up the stairs and you're thinking to yourself as she's making the turn. And it's a big L. It's the biggest freaking L staircase really? you've seen oh, in your yeah. life. So they run up the stairs and she's just sitting oh, there. Oh, yeah. And she's just sitting there. And she's got a big smile on her face. And I'm going, you just have no clue what's coming. And all you know the while, what I mean? like we talked about before, like they're like, uh, I don't know how you didn't notice it because like there were like upside down crosses all everywhere. I didn't notice it. There's man. little things. The crosses. wallpaper is crosses. And I'm I like, not hey, even notice that. a little weird. I didn't even notice that. Because you know, I was, I, I, I don't know. It was just and there's so subliminal. Just yeah, all, this, all this, this little stuff. stuff. And of course, let's just get to the elephant in the room. The cripple lets out Annabelle. Oh, middle of the night. Middle so of the here's night. So here's the thing. The They're in a bunk bed. Here's the, no, no, no. Cut to the bunk bed first. Okay. Okay. The other four girls are six orphans. They're in their room, and they go, "Well, where are we going to sleep?" The two, to the other two girls, Linda and Janice, and they're like, "You ain't sleeping in here. You're in the other room." So they go into room. Guess what room they're in? They're in the doll parts room. Yeah, with bunk beds. It's my favorite room in the house. It's literally just a bunch of broken and like limbless dolls. Dolls, dolls hanging all over the room mm-hmm. with one window. Yeah. I would and, stay in there and for the bunk zero bed nights. Is like in the worst place ever. You totally the won't head... go, grow up to be Jeffrey Dahmer playing with. Doll oh my gosh! And, and then the bed is at the worst place. <laughs> it's right by the door. The head of the bed is at the door, and the door opens away from the bed. So you can't you even can't see what's so you, coming in you, the door. You can't, and you can't shut the door. You'd have to reach in front of the door, and then the light switch you can't reach if you're on the top of the bunk because it's down. Someone and it's right by the door. Teaches people about interiors. Oh so, my god! The director. I mean, if he had built a house to frighten you, it was perfect. It, yeah, it's it was creaky. Perfect. It's wooden. Ugh. So this this cripple girl, because she's an orphan girl. Orphan girls are bored as shit. She like goes. Can't sleep. She's slunking through the house. The couple had. Oh, one, two rules. Don't go in the wife's room. Don't go in my dead daughter's room. Exactly. And, um, and you can tell it was a dead daughter's room because the guy warned her ahead of time. Nobody goes in that room. It's locked. And you can see where it has Annabelle at three. You know, Toys how, everywhere. They, they, the, door, the, the lines are how, how, how tall they were yeah. at, the, at the door frame. So you can see clearly. Uh, we're both looking at each other going, this is Annabelle's room. Yeah. <laughs> she slunks into the room and she she's looking around. She finds a key inside of a toy house. Creepy as shit. Creepy as shit. Hey, don't so take... Creepy as shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, don't yeah. take a key out of a creepy toy house. And, and go to a hidden door. And here's the thing. the Here's what's genius about the toy house because it is a toy maker. So he made a fucking replica of his house. Dude, are you kidding yeah. me? With, with Annabelle standing in it. So wow. it's a toy... In her room. Yeah. 
So, so his daughter death took a toll on him, eh? Yeah. yeah. So she finds this key inside of a um, wardrobe. Yeah. And funnily enough, the wardrobe is in the room. Yeah. Um, right across from the dollhouse. So, she so take, you mean to tell me, symbolically, the key is in the wardrobe. She opens, opens the, the wardrobe. wardrobe. And guess what's sitting in there? Annabelle. All right. So <sighs> red flags oh, immediately. Wow. Oh. The the wardrobe is full of Bible pages. Yes. Um, no, no, not the It's a closet. Yeah. It's not a wardrobe. It's a closet. Yeah, it's a closet. It's, but, but it's surrounded with Bible pages. To it's keep a the evil big. In, in uh, other words, it's lined. When he said it's lined, literally lined, literally lined from from footboard to head uh, to to what are they called? The ceiling, ceiling, all the way up with Bible pages. Red oh. flag too. All right, now now <laughs> I might not have noticed the crosses on everything else. But you noticed I noticed the Bible pages, and it freaked me out yeah. because when she cracked the door open and she opened it a little bit, Bible page, and when she peered in. Uh, Annabelle. There's really? Annabelle, the doll sitting there, like just fucking resting bitch face, just yeah. slumped against the. And oh, here's with my those thing. Freaking eyes. I may not have been the smartest ten year old. Yeah. But <laughs> I wouldn't no. have. No. I wouldn't have retrieved no. the doll, and she doesn't. What she does is she. Well, here's the creepy. She shit. sees the doll gets scared. It's, no, as soon as she opens it. It's, she can't it's the it. game. It's fucked. Yeah. Because she, she shuts it again. Of course it opens again. In other again. words, when she took the key and she cracked open the door, she saw the doll. It freaked her out. Mm-hmm. And shut she it. shut it and and the thing popped open. Then she then locks it. Then she done. locks the thing. But and the guess what? Exactly. Pandora's box. Once you open it, Pandora's out. Can't close it. Yeah. Exactly. So it comes out and this is the scariest part. And we're only talking not that long into the movie. This she, is like 20 minutes yeah, in. She couldn't get the door to shut. So she takes a sheet that was covering the dollhouse and throws it over Annabelle's head because she doesn't even want to Still see it. Don't cover it. Oh yeah. So right. Oh, so then she getting, and then she shuts. She shuts the door again, right? And then it opens again, and then she walks over to see something. She turns around, and of course, it's a sheet. He's it's the walking sheet. at her step by step by step by step. I'll kick that doll right now, in the chest. Yeah, that just sets the stage. Creepy shit in suit. Like, there's just... Then it just keeps just getting weirder stop. and weirder. And it doesn't stop. And you thought that... Okay, they gave you the, a couple of jumps in between there, you know, where someone was from... The cheap ones I was talking about, and they were only in the beginning. Yeah. And they, She's staring out the window and someone grabs her yes. shoulder. Hey! Exactly. Yeah, like those. No, no, no. Where I'm like, oh, let you f- talk to you for a second. When a movie does that, I'm like, oh, you fucking movie. Yeah. 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 You silly yeah. bitch. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I see what you're doing. And that girl scream was from me. No, but it was... And, and that's what it did right off the bat. And and from there on out, once the doors the, the doors cracked it's and animals out, she starts gradually wants to turn one of them into into into, into a demon, totally possessed by Annabelle, the demon oh itself, and then slowly but go after each and every. That's where the tidal wave comes, right? Yeah. Because as soon as the dog gets out, just creepy shit starts happening. But it's like low scale creepy shit. Yes. Like it's it's like a little wave, like poltergeist crap. level shit, a like stuff like moves. spoons move, yeah. and like you see eyes in the shadows for uh, a second. That shit happens to me now. Yeah, exactly. No kid. But then no kid. here's the big thing in this movie: a lot of the scaring comes in the daylight. Yes, really. Which is a huge shocker, right? Because it was like okay. So I think that I think of the daylight as a shield. I'm like, yeah. the sun's up, can't get me. Yeah, but you After, think you're safe. Yeah. Like the first time she gets really scared, there's a second night, and she actually gets chased down the hallway out of a room. Yeah, and she and now she's trying to get out, and all the doors slam upstairs where she can't get into a room to hide. Oh, so no. what does she do? She goes on to the slowest 
escalator going down the stairs. She starts sitting in that him. chair. And she's trying to get it. She buckles it finally. I would dive off the second floor. Well, guess what? She, she finally gets the thing locked and it's going down and she's like, thank God it's going. Thank God it's going. But she didn't think that about the fact that there's a fucking call button at the top Hot of the stairs and, and for the chair. of course, the demon hits the button and it starts going the other way. And she's grabbing on stuff trying to get out of she rips the top of the banister off to try and get herself to stop going upstairs and it freaks you out because it's like a little kid going you know i mean with all her might a poor crippled blonde-haired little girl who you want to cry for trying yeah yeah and i thought trying to stop that from going back up and she couldn't yeah and then she eventually just gets picked up and dropped yeah like from the second story yeah she gets evacuated from the chair but up 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 into the dark. That's what I thought the climax of the movie was. I was like, oh shit, this is a 30 minute movie? Yeah, yeah no. I was like, oh, she's dead. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I was like, well, that was quick for her. No, but then. We'll see you later. It uh, turns out she's Janice, fully, now, nice she, showing, yeah? now she's fully gimped out. She's in a wheelchair. Yeah, because she gets dropped down on the floor and then they discover her in Full the morning. But then the no rest. Legs, the no rest. Legs. Well, almost, they say it might take her time to recover, yeah. so they make a oh, bed for her downstairs. Broken. No, she's just really banged up bad. Oh shit! So she so might put be her in her chairs, and they're saying she might she might never recover now, and she's down on a downstairs couch now, and because she but can't even make it back upstairs. Here's the thing: the majority of the rest of the scares in the movie come during the daytime. day for her, because then the, the, the she's trapped. Well, yeah. let's not take in it, a wheelchair now. Yeah. Let's not take it scene by scene by scene. I I, I almost could. Yeah, I enjoyed it. We're, so we're much. taking the scene. I think that eventually what happens is, sure enough. The, the wheelchair girl gets possessed in broad daylight, which Obviously. is broad daylight. so terrifying. In the outside workshop. See, that's the thing is, so you're, you, the wheelchair girl's outside, and you think, okay, we're in the clear. She's it's safe. daylight. The Her, girls are playing over there I far mean, she away. she can see him. She can see him, and you think everything's all good. They're the, like a football the, field the away. She's left getting her, the sun. And she's, this is actually nice, sister. Uh, oh, I'm going to go check on the other girls. Okay, sister, I'm kind of enjoying this. And the next thing you know, everything goes kind of like tunnel vision. And these two gray hands now pu- pushing the chair from behind, and and uh, faster and faster, and now she's screaming, and nobody's helping her, right into the doll maker shop. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And and, and from she there, gets possessed. She gets, she gets possessed. She starts doing crazy shit. She kills the toy maker. Oh yeah, that was a she kills scene. him. Oh yeah, and that was one of the scariest scenes in the freaking movie for me because what happens? It shows you that the cross was not enough. So the toy maker. Mm-hmm. Like, Toymaker immediately, as soon as he finds out the doll shit is going on, he's like, we need to stop this right, right now. We need Jesus. So that makes us think, oh shit, well now we know what happened to the wife. She probably got fucked up by the doll or something. Yeah. So he's like, oh, we need to stop this now. He goes inside and promptly gets killed. He's holding this cross. We'll, we won't spoil that for the, the oh viewers. Oh my god. Because they have to the see that shit. Of the entire Where he tries to religiously intervene and it does not go it his does way. does not go well. The power of Christ did not compel this <laughs> yeah. demon at all. At all. Except to snap, crackle, pop. Oh, but, no. Uh, yeah, man. I'm telling you. It was some intense stuff and it was good. And uh, eventually, like, oh, how many people die in this movie? One, two, the daughter, the toy maker. Three. Daughter, toy maker, and mom. Yeah, that's it. That's it. None of the orphans die. None of the orphans or the or the nun. So spoiler on that one. Spoiler alert on that one, big time. Yeah. And and you think you would think everybody. Was Everybody's gonna. But you know what? Die. It was just the people who wanted to wanted who let the demon in, got possessed. Anybody who wanted the demon and the allowed him in. People tried the hardest to contain it. 
Well, that just shows you that, like, that's what, what I was talking about in this movie. Not a lot of people needed to die to make no. it scary. And I'm telling you, that's why I was shocked it got an R. Shocked. I and really I, was. There's only one scene that I, I can recall. That was because it was so scary. There was one scene. Well, it was one scene with the mom. The mother's death scene is, like, very gory. It was gory. Oh. But that's it. That's it. Uh, but, and I don't want to totally... I could just gut this movie for you folks. So the origin basically sets it up. Um, do we want to give away the twist at the end that leads into... And, uh, oh, just we'll just let him know. It comes full circle? Yeah, it comes full circle, and it leads directly into it's the a, Annabelle a, movie. Annabelle movie. All right, well, there you go. Watch it as a prequel after you're done. Yeah. Literally, I would actually recommend that. Yeah. You know what? Watch probably, Annabelle. It would probably make Annabelle better. It if would. You, if you uh, haven't seen absolutely. Annabelle... And you haven't seen Annabelle, watch this movie, then Annabelle. And plus, like, we're leaving out a ton of good scenes, but we don't want to take you, like, literally frame by frame. Don't Don't watch the movie, listen to this. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we don't want to do, like, an audio form of the movie. And I'll tell you what, if you want us to gut it for you, uh, it's bucketofwin at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. And we will go through this scene by scene. We will go through it scene by scene. That's what you guys (laughs) want. Let us know in the comments down below if you want us to go frame by. Because I'll tell you what. Because I'll fucking do it. Because there were some great scenes. It was a solid eight. There was the pop gun. And the more I'm. There was a pop gun scene in this movie. And you knew what was going to happen. You knew what was going to happen like this. It's the little girl. You know those pop guns where it's like a pop cap that you stick in. It's on a string. Uh dude. I love that thing. You shoot it out and you reel it back in. You reel it back Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had okay. a I had a right, yeah. to a ball. Oh, no. So she's sitting in her room, scared, in a chair. And, and then she shoots it into the hallway. Into the dark hallway. And then she's trying to get it to come back. She wheels it back. And it's the second or the third time. It's the third time, right? Yeah. She, she shoots it into the hallway. And guess what? She starts cranking it back. And it doesn't come back. Yeah. And here's the scary part. Remember how you kept saying the entire time it was shot from the little girl's perspective? This ball goes all the way to the ceiling. The ceiling. And you're like on the little girl's height level. Yes. So you're looking like, up. You're looking. Imagine yourself right now. Look at a door someplace. In wherever you are. An office. You could be in your house. Look at that door with the door open. Imagine the outside of it total black. You can't see anything. And the string just rises and to the, to the fucking ceiling. And that's it. Like, immediately, as soon as I saw the string, I was just like, oh, oh fuck. No, yeah. like, oh, no. Oh, it's about to get yeah. real. Big time. And I'm telling you, these girls, these two young actors, they deserve I, all the credit. They do. They sold this movie, folks. It's a weak script, and they sold it. Talitha Bateman, who gets possessed, she is an evil fucking girl. She does a great job. She does a great job she of does looking a great... pure evil. And, and, and looking super scared. Yes. She had moments where she was the terrified Terrifying. girl. And moments where she was the serial killer out of her mind. And here's the crazy part. Lulu Wilson, who played Linda, played the frightened friend the entire time. And you know no what? No dangerous roles. And she can do that. She can do the scary. She did the scary. She carried the scary out the door, around the block. In and, Ouija. And, and in this movie. Unbelievable. I'm telling you guys, I loved it. I really did. Like yeah, I uh, yeah. Like that's what. Like I think we basically boiled it down to like, if you if you like like that old school, like it definitely had that old school feel. It made you feel the like like especially with the nighttime scenes and there's scenes in this movie where Lulu is uh, who plays Linda is looking over the railing of her bunk bed. Yes. And okay, that's one of the scenes. This is after the pop cap scene, right? Yeah, she gets there, up in the top she of the get, bunk. She gets scared. She goes up to the top bunk, and you just hear feet run into the room and then dive into the bottom bunk. Yep. And she looks over the rail, and she can actually see the footsteps. 
in black trail into the bed. And she just peers in between the crack between the wall. wall and the bed. And she just sees Annabelle. And I was just like. With a hand. A black hand holding the doll. Ah, fuck that, dude. And bro, I was just like. Ah! Like then, I literally. And then what like, happened? I did that noise she in the theater. She squeezes the pillow like we all done when we were little kids. Closed she her closed eyes. Closed her eyes as hard as she could. Never then, close your eyes. And guess what? She wake up, wakes up the next morning. Didn't look back. And I'm like, bro. that that As soon as I saw that, I was like. This is a good movie for me, especially. Uh, that's why I think it's even good. Take and if take that, your young kid to go see it, and then he'll be like, "Oh shit, I I'm scared for a reason." Yeah, but <laughs> I just said to myself, if if they didn't sell that scene, because imagine what was on paper. There was not much on paper. No, it was a lot of like interpretive yes. acting work. Because the director had to call on this. He had to do a good job on getting getting across what he wanted from these girls, and then from these actors, and getting and then he got it back, folks. Especially because like. Like, how many words of dialogue are in this movie? Not, uh, Not a ton. ton. It's like Wally. It's just little girls <laughs> talking to each other yeah. and going through terribly traumatic shit. So, like, yeah. hey, guess what? If I saw any of these things when I was a little kid that scary, I would have been legit freaking out. Yeah, all I would have too. But uh, again, guys, um, we're not going to gut the movie entire. We're not going to give every scene by scene. But I can't recommend it enough. Go see it. Mason, after hearing what we've talked about, all the... Spoiler richness that we've talked yeah. about. You've been warned, and we've we've given. A lot how do of how away. do you feel about? Well, and here's I mean, the scary part: we only gave away about fifty percent. Here's that's the thing. Like we didn't when we wanted to do spoilers, we didn't want to do like. I could have gone scene by scene. Yeah, we didn't want to go. I could sit here for ninety minutes and just lay out the movie. For <laughs> well, I'm glad that you guys clarified. You didn't give it all away because as no, a person yeah. who hasn't seen the film. It see it seems as though you guys just gave yeah it's, no, no it seems like we laid our cards out but honestly we I think we did like forty percent of the scary scenes I, I maybe less I know I give it fifty we'll fifty yeah but but there's still a lot to be seen in this movie and like we didn't talk about any of the interactions of the older no, orphan the old girls old, where they're out. bitches uh, and, uh, like, and not only that did they get legitimately frightened. And, and there's scary. a lot of scary scenes for them for, too. For them too. That we didn't they talk carried about. it off, but they were the teenagers. Yeah, then. they're the more minor characters though. That are like and they sold when dismissive it, when it was, of the younger girls, you know. And it, yeah. when it was their turn to do their part, they did it. Yeah. So I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up by just saying go see it. Absolutely. I can't recommend it enough. Um, and you know I, I I'm not getting stock or paid by the company. And believe <laughs> me, if I didn't care for it, I'd tell you to, to skip it. And I'm saying. Don't skip it, you know? Yeah, Grace Fulton, who plays Carol, is also, like, one last one that I just want to talk about in closing. She killed it as, like, one of the older orphans. She played uh, Carol. Okay. Which was, like, the oldest orphan. She was yeah. very dismissive. Oh, don't give away all that. You're gonna talk, are you going to No, we're not going to get into that. No, don't do that. But, guys, definitely, I think there the consensus scenes. is... Th- there are some scenes with her that are just mind-blowing as yeah. well. And so again, I'm gonna check it out. Go see yeah. it. Go see it. Go see it. Um, in closing, guys, great movie. Go check it out. Solid eight for me. Yeah, solid eight for me too. And Mason will go check it out. Go <laughs> yeah, he'll go check it out. <laughs> Hashtag resident sleeper. But remember, as always, guys, you can interact with us on social media um, at Twitter CSWS Podcast, Instagram CSWS Podcast, and um, as always, we're brought to you by Bucket of Wind which is the podcast network we're a part of. And one last note, you don't have to pay IMAX. Pay straight, straight money. Go see it on a regular screen. Yeah, this is Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. We're out, baby. Later, guys. See ya.
five for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.